Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, Bartholomew Winston Third. I realize that this month is Negro Month, and I'd like to take this time to give a shout-out to all the black Nubian queens who support the ANA Spears and Steinberg podcast. A.B. Farah, DeAndrea Johnson, CC and of course Shamor Imori. I'm in the mood for some radio. How about you, ladies? Hello there, boys and girls. Brett Butler here. Ah, he just gave that shout out to all the black mammies. Who gives a shit about you? No one! As a matter of fact, what you should be doing is going in the kitchen and getting the milk and cookies for all the white Anglo-Saxon Christian pure white folk. As a matter of fact, split and move your big fat black pancake mammy titties aside and put a tray on your chest with milk and cookies and three glasses of milk. One for Bartholomew, one for me, and one for, oh, Steve... I was sitting here wondering, I hope you get to a point here, because uh, I was uncomfortable. I almost had to leave the room. <laughs> yeah, they're getting more and more uncomfortable. A little bit. Uh, Dude, so, well, go, go ahead. Go ahead. But I no, no, no. I was, I was done. Because you have your characters that you just did. Yes. You two characters. Up. Which character would have been the most offended by the fact on Black History Month, day one, mm-hmm. was this big snow blizzard and all over the East Coast, nothing but nice, pure white snow was deposited all over the ground. Well, you know, Brett Butler again. I would have loved it because, you know, on top of that snow would have been nothing but brown ground dirt. Black dirt. Pavement. And by the snow being on top of it, it's a metaphor for white man will always be on top. And I love it because it gives me a chance to run around with my horse and sleigh. Only the rich have a buggy. Okay. (laughs) 
You set me up perfectly. That was great. That was another alley-oop, nigga. That was sports setter. Did it, it. Did it, it. All right. Um, we got to get the stuff out the way, right? Uh, Spearsburg yeah. Pod. Yep. For Patreon. Spearsburg Pod for Twitter. Spearsburg Pod for Instagram. Uh, and the numbers are going up, so thank you. Uh, Spearsburg Pod for YouTube. Hits 101. That's everything, right? Yeah. Hits 101. Listen, you guys, hopefully, if you've been coming over, uh, you listen to us on Wednesday on the regular podcast and uh, on Hits 101, but you're jumping over here to hear us on Thursday. So we appreciate you making that move. Yes. Um, let's get right to it. The emails. Um, we're going to jump right in the motherfucking fire. Fair. Sarah. She moved up all the way to the top. Again, you I know, I know, I know. Rhythm. rhythm, rhythm. Somebody wrote me an email about that and uh, said yeah. that was hilarious when you did that. Um, no time is a good time for your love. All right. Farrah writes. Uh, she didn't waste any time. No, and she put in big black bold print. No, I won't call off the ancestors. They're doing their job and making your brain scramble every week. Oy vey, Andy. A little laugh there. She's trying to be nice. Yeah. Aries, did you prepare? Oh, and this is me. She writes like this is me talking to Andy. Aries, to Andy, did you prepare for this email, Andy? I gave it to you early. Andy says, nah. Three minutes later, she writes, Andy, there's so much information out there people should read. After this email, I will cease and desist in discussing Trump because you also annoy me, Andy, and it's not worth the spike in blood pressure. Your black, your Jack Black slash David Cross looking ass thinks you can mumble people into confusion and somehow it'll make you look like you are well informed. You actually sounded like Miss South Carolina 2007. When asked why Americans couldn't locate the U.S. on a map, I won't write the whole quote because it's painful. But Miss C. Carolina's response was, I personally believe the U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps, and uh, I believe that our education, like such in South Africa and uh, the Iraq everywhere, like such as, and I believe. That is the direct quote from a beauty pageant contestant from 2007, but it could easily be an email response from Mr. Steinberg. Andy, your mumbling and bumbling through that response made it clear that you don't really have any facts to back up your points. Those deregulation policies were taken off of a government site and you still couldn't explain how any of that shit helped the common man. Also, uh, you are so sure you got the juice. Why don't you articulate the policies that Trump enacted that helped the common man? Oh, and thanks for mentioning the crack from the crack from cocaine possession policy. I will big up my state of Oregon and say we voted on making the punishment for drug possession going to rehab and therapy. As opposed to the rest of the country who just locks you up and hopes that a shower rape will set you right. Does the media show bias? Of course. Have you seen how newspapers, news channels, and online sites cover crimes committed by black and white people? The same crime committed by two different races can read felony riddled black male commits robbery versus ambitious NCAA. Media bias is nothing new, but please provide your list of things Trump has done that will help folks like me and you for decades. Interestingly enough, and speaking of pageants, my mother made the clothes and costumes for the Miss Jamaica Universe pageant, and the winner would be would compete in the used-to-be Trump-owned Miss Universe pageant. One year, the Jamaican participant in Miss Universe actually told my mother that Trump had all the contestants line up backstage. He walked out, greeted all the white bitches, 
like handshakes and shoulder greetings, shoulder rub greeting, and ignored all the darker skinned women. Then he left. The winner of that year ended up being Miss Russia, who he spent time talking to and rubbing softly. That happened when I was a kid, like when I was a teenager, like early 2000s. That was my first impression and introduction into Trump. And looking back, it told me all I needed to know about the orange anal cyst. Also, to TK, TJ, BJ, whatever the fuck your name is, oh boy, listening to your email made my cocoa butter curdle. <laughs> Do you realize that young black women wake, uh, make up the majority of the most educated people in the country? To all the men writing in, in complaining about Michael B. Jordan dating Steve Harvey's stepdaughter, all of you sound like you are jealous of Lori. You all sound like you want to bust open some killer pussy. As someone who is married to a white man, been together 10 years happily, I have never once said black men aren't nice, so I chose a white man. It's called love and respect, she puts in caps. BJ, whatever his young, whatever his young black women only twerk ass hate name is. I could give a shit who the fuck you who give fuck give a shit who you fuck. Just don't bash me and people that look like me in the process. I bet he was out here looking like Beetlejuice, not the Michael Keaton version. Tried talking slick to a black woman and got curved. Now his ass is hurt. Maybe you should stick to the doughy ass Bethany's you're comfortable around. BJ signed a black educated woman, not shaped like processed meat. Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. Boy, you just cannot stop taking shots at my girl. And and incidentally, before I hand Andy the mic, uh, a lot of dudes said they checked out Farrah and thought you and Andy were crazy. So I know I'm not wrong, but that's another subject for another time. Ding, ding, round one. Let's get ready to rumble. I'm getting my popcorn. Go ahead. Well, first of all, um, I'd like to start with you. Me? Yeah, because you just said... Uh, I guess, as you say, comedy is subjective. Yes. So is body type. Of course. So, of course. Know, of course, you, you're leaning on other people to say that you're not wrong. Yeah, but you are wrong, but it's subjective. No. no. It's a wrong subjective. No. Okay. She, they, your girl looks like she Hulk. She looks like she had too much gamma radiation. Well, then fuck it. And she could lift up cars. Hulk smash, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's number one. Okay. And I feel bad that I even said that now because what I'm going to say to Farah is, is he goes against what I just said. Well, before you say that, like I said, Farah, you better be a bad bitch because you're talking all this shit. And I want to say something again that I said before because I said I, I think a lot of people, I think Andy caught it because he was savvy enough to catch it. But I want to make, make sure people really catch this. If you a bad bitch, then it all makes sense. But if you ain't a bad bitch, then it'll all make sense. And I mean the hate. Because if you're a bad bitch and you better than her, well, then now I get what you're saying. But if you are not a bad bitch, well, then you are hated. So either way, it's going to make sense. Go ahead, Andy. Well, listen, uh, first of all, let me start with the way you ended it. You said a well-educated black woman. Is that how she mm -hmm. ended it? With the, listen, if you're selling the fact that you're educated, sell away. Because no one's smarter than your cell phone. All the information's in your cell phone. Uh, I'm just saying... We all have access to information. What makes you, uh, uh, into, uh, uh, you know, instead of saying a well-educated person, maybe try an intelligent person. Because there's a lot of people that don't even have a great education but are intelligent and can whip ass over people that are educated because they have experience, enlightenment, and they understand things. Uh, so here's what I'm going to say to you. I want to comment on some of your stuff. But one, you keep confusing me with the Trump supporter. 
I'm, I'm just a fact checker when it comes to certain things. But I'm not really going to respond to you because you did what I started to realize that I don't have to respond to. You, you categorized me. You started putting me with faces of people so that you could demean me. I already know that uh, uh, what I look like, and you wanted to come at me about that. So, oh, the David Cross thing? David Cross, and what else did she say? Uh, uh, Jack, Jack Black. Black. Yeah. Nice. So, like you, if David Cross and Jack Black had a baby. Baby. Right. This is what it would be. So I get what you I get what you're saying. What you're saying is that you're well educated, but you didn't want to give me information specifically about what I said. You'd rather demean me because really you don't have the you don't have the wherewithal to to take me down on facts. So you went for looks. That's what I said about other people. But see, I I, I realized I don't I don't need to address it if that's where you're going with it. Because I don't even know what you look like. And you know what? If I did, I probably wouldn't use that against you. I just got to say, the the day we do, what's the club we do? Helium. Helium in Portland. Portland. Yeah. And she comes to the show I, like, a, like, a, like, an, like an abandoned child that's meeting the mother that abandoned him 20 years later. That tension, I can't wait to see what, what happens when y'all meet. Are you going to shit on her? Are you going to be upset? No, I'm really not upset with her. I mean, like I said, I, I don't really get upset with anybody. I, I don't like when people attack your, your, your person. Like, the things that I've really gotten mad about is when mm-hmm. people come at me about me. Now, what if they say to you, well, you're a comedian. They're joking. They're joking. But, you know, she, she attacked what the response was in, uh, about my looks. It has nothing to do with the two. Right. I mean, you can make fun of me. If you want to make fun of me, that's fine. But... That, you know, I, I once said, I opened up for uh, Dave Attell, and mm-hmm. my, I didn't have my long beard, but I said, uh, a lot of people have uh, uh, recognized, you know, said, oh, you look like Attell. Right. And as a comedian, I mean, it's cute. Right. But the only person who's ever, that's not a compliment. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, right. you know, they would have said, oh, you're funny as Attell, then that would have been a compliment. Right. But you look well. Like it would have been a compliment if you if Attell was dashingly handsome. Yeah, and I'm not saying I'm not here to say whether he is or isn't. He's not dashingly handsome. Okay, but okay, but if he was and they paid you that compliment, then you wouldn't be upset. Well, because they're trying to say that you're not attractive. Yeah, that's what the okay. so so like you know if someone said you look like Brad Pitt, then I would think they're full of shit. Right. Okay. So yeah, whatever. But uh, again, you gave me bulletproof bullet points. And then I went off of a few of them off the cuff, and then you, and because I was trying to articulate things in a way that wasn't sounding like I was being an ass, then you said, oh, I, I stuttered through it. And then you read a beauty pad. You quoted all the information that you gave me with uh, bullet points on what you felt was wrong. Then you gave me a the only The only real information and real quotes that you came up with, the only real uh, facts you had was a quote from a beauty pageant contestant. So your education, you're well-educated. Get intelligent. Give me something. Give me something I can work with. Anything else? Nah. That's... Um, but I got to say to her defense a little bit, when you say nothing is smarter than your phone, even with the phones, they're not so smart. Because if it was, it would know when I tell a girl I wanted to suck my dick, it wouldn't say suck my brick. This even is, though my dick is true. as heavy as a brick. I, I, I can't... So, vouch, I can't vouch for that. You're gonna so have to the, go. Yeah, so the smartphone makes mistakes. Smartphone makes mistakes. The information in your Google uh, isn't all factual either. You have to go through that, and you have so it's, right. it's so it, there's also some deception in there. That's why you have to be intelligent, not just educated. And you know, I want to to follow up. I want to read because TJ 
uh, came with a rebuttal. So I want to just, you know, because now that we're stoking flames, it ain't just going to be you versus Farah. It's you versus Farah and TJ versus Farah. Because I'm sure that when I read his rebuttal, she'll have something else to say. And and now I should have seen the clues of her being a black woman a long time ago because she don't know when to shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm joking, baby. That's all women. But black women, y'all, you know, y'all are the queens of the, and let me tell you something else. Mm-hmm. Um, well, when she said she's not going to address it again, I knew we were going to get we're going to get another one after. I'm telling you, dude. I, I and and I know she's married, but and she clearly likes white men because she said she's with a white guy. So I don't know, nigga. You might be able to have be some side dick. Do you have a thing for David Cross and Jack Black? Mm, to be continued. <laughs> Farah. Maybe maybe I misread this. Farah. I'm interrupting your rhythm again. No time is a good time for your love. All right. Let's go to TJ. Um, TJ, TJ, TJ. See, when I have... Okay, there we go. Um, TJ. He writes in big, black, bold print. American black women and my background. What's up, Aries? This response is a bit longer. You know, it's all good. I don't expect everyone to 100% agree with my POV point of view. It's all good. If everyone in society thought as I did, where would society be? Nothing wrong with a healthy disagreement. Let's talk about it. All good. My entire point of my previous message was to deconstruct the anger of the American black woman and Michael B. and brothers like him when they travel to Europe and deal with non-black women. How it makes no sense because they don't get angry at themselves or other black female stars they respect. And when they do the exact same things, he puts exact in big black, big black bold print. It feels like hypocrisy. But since the conversation is now turned to being about me and who I am, I'll go that direction too. No problem. Andy asked my age. I'm 38. You guys brought up the issue of quirkiness versus swagger. I would say I'm a slight blend of both, actually. In my heart and soul, I'm a nice person who cares about the well-being of others and I have an artistic outlook on life, but I can code switch if needed. But I don't like it when I do it because truthfully, it ain't really me. In terms of my current persona today, in 2021, I'm a bodybuilder. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, an artist painting and sculpting. You got to work on your pegs and work on your hamstrings. I said the same thing to Netanyahu. All right, he didn't write all that. <laughs> um, I speak three languages. I'm an it professional, and now as of 2021, I'm making six figures. I'm not an elitist at all. I don't carry my accomplishments on my sleeve either. I'm down to earth. I keep a low profile, and I respect everyone. However, in my late teens up to my mid-20s, I went through a phase uh, where I tried hard to have the persona of a rapper, and I would actually travel to other cities on the East Coast where no one knew me, and I tried to fool people. And sometimes if my game actually was on point and if my gangster and swagger was right enough that night in the club i would get laid i would get laid excuse me later and later i would get laid later on and my deception would work successfully but back in those days i subconsciously hated how hard he put the word hard and capitalized i had to work and how ridiculous i had to behave just to get a date it was crazy shit I have a lot of regrets about that time, and I'm just happy to be alive and healthy to be writing this email if you know what I'm saying. I learned my lesson at 23 years old the hard way because I got uh, to a point where I 
eventually looked in the mirror one day, said, why the fuck am I trying to be something I'm really not? I need to stop this shit. And I grew up. But today in 2021, do I act? One way around my white American co-workers and neighbors and then transform into Tupac or 50 Cent went off duty just to show how down I am? No, I am not like that. But I do know some fellas my age that roll like that 24-7. If you go to YouTube, there's some old Tupac Shakur interviews of him talking about how women once dissed him when he was young because he was a good guy and was nice to people. So Aries, I get what you're going for by redirecting the conversation to being about me. And it's okay. Sure. I was a nerdy, nice guy at age 14 who had terrible manners, a teen study Bible and decent etiquette. That was me in the early part of my life. Did the local hot looking sisters around me at the time want me? Of course not. Why? Well, that kind of addresses what Ferris said, Uh, but we'll talk about it because that's how our American black culture was in the nineties and still is. And so between Age 18 to 23 years old, I tried to morph into something else, and I learned my lesson the hard way, and I grew up. Like Andy pointed out, that nice guy or so-called quirky type of quality you both mentioned is mainly appreciated in other cultures, so Andy is right. Have I throughout my life made an honest effort across the board to deal with the sisters of all types and backgrounds, and did, and I hit a brick wall most of the time? Sure I did. Uh, when I say sisters, I mean all kinds. I'm a college graduate. Just to maintain my anonymity, I won't say where I went to college, but it's a prominent HBCU. So I'm accustomed to being around smart, intelligent, attractive American black women with class, humor, higher level of IQ as well. Uh, God damn, shit is long. Uh, yeah, so do my general generalizations fit all American black women? Absolutely not. I never said it did. There are some expectations. In fact, I actually know one or two, come to think of it, in my life, I would say I've met a total of four or five. So that matches the nice, friendly, loving, caring model I gave earlier. And mind you, I mean growing, uh, grown black women, not maturing young American black girls, but those few women who are the expectations Exceptions aren't the rule, my friend. They're just the haystack needles and the massive piles of useless hay out there. I'm not suggesting that black men don't have their own forms. BS don't have their own forms. BS that they bring to the table, too. But the topic here is American black women. Now, because you're a famous, prolific comedian and you travel nationwide on a monthly basis and you get the opportunity to do field search research, field field research, oh, my God, and you're in touch with your fan base constantly, you are probably exposed to things I'm not. I've been an East Coast guy most of my life, but in the past 14 years, I've gone international. But if you're trying to imply that there aren't powerful and strong influences in our black culture here in America, that influence most of our young black queens and our black boys, our black men, too, then we aren't having an honest conversation, are we? Because those influences do exist and those influences aren't positive influences aren't positive influences let's keep it real i know that you feel me aries because you are a black father but on some real shit i can't count on my two hands the number of times i have had interactions with intelligent classy sisters who are educated who complain about being single and go hey i'm not like that and not all black women are like that fuck you black men for fucking non-black women and rejecting us girl or is that girl or girl girl And nine times out of ten, these black women who profess to be nice, sweet, educated, astute, and intelligent are in reality are just undercover bitches who are good at code switching for their white male bosses. 
Mm-hmm. Was he applying anybody there? Mm. Well, maybe uh, I was. Oh, okay. Coworkers and or neighbors. God forbid if you ever catch them by accident one night at the club after a few drinks of partying with their black sorority sisters or their home girl crew. OMG. If you think they aren't crazy bitches and hoes with advanced degrees, classy educations who are in church praising Jesus on Sunday after boozing and whoring on Friday and Saturday, then you are sorely, sorely mistaken. Trust me. I have been amongst some of the greatest of actresses that know how to act when they're being watched up close. I've been amongst sisters that even had a nice guy like me fooled up until the point where something triggered them externally and their bitch side slipped out by mistake while on the while on the dinner date with me and their cover was blown. All the stories I could tell. This is not an wait a minute. God damn. <sighs> All right, dog. I'm a, I'm gonna cut this short because this is way too. No, fucking... I think that's the that's the last email. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it ran into the other one. You're yeah. almost done. All right. God damn. Um, Steve, play some elevated music. I gotta make an adjustment real quick. I'm burning up, uh, real quick. Uh, so be be right back. Play elevated music, Steve. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Finally got to the floor of uh, angry blackness. All right. Um, There is not enough time, my friend. I have too many examples of sisters getting blatantly exposed in the most embarrassing of ways. And don't think that I haven't had this discussion before with other black men, too, from other walks of life, older and younger. And I look at what the youth are doing through what the youth are going through now. Jesus Christ. The social media, the smartphones, the Wi-Fi, the CBD culture. The reality shows the alternative lifestyles is much harder today than it was in the 90s. Much harder for all kids, not even just black children. One positive thing for young black boys is that it's at least okay to be a little nerdy these days. Not a lot, but it's okay to have a little bit of nerd in you today. It's called being a blurred. Never heard that before. It was not like in the 90s. There was zero tolerance in the 90s. If you were a black male teen in the 90s and living in the suburbs of the city, you were either down or you weren't. And if you weren't down, you got accused of either being a church boy, a homosexual, and accused of acting like a white person. Today in 2021, young boys at least have a little bit of wiggle room. Well, they wiggling too much. Um, Okay. But not much. But that's better than nothing. So Aries, I have to, I've had this debate before. I've argued and debated sisters at nightclubs, cookouts, colleges, college campuses, classrooms, after parties, office settings, weddings, funeral repasses, boardrooms, and courtrooms too. I have battle scars. I've been in the trenches. I've been on a relationship battlefield. I've been a relationship prisoner of war because I have also helped rescue innocent POWs too from prison camps the way Stallone rescued POWs in the Rambo movies. Let me just say I've seen some good black men who were good fathers, boyfriends, and husbands who died on the battlefield who didn't deserve to die. Some of my good black male friends are now what I call MIA, missing in action, and are broken men who are walking zombies. This is why I empathize with your child support alimony woes and how the system rapes our black men unfairly sometimes after a divorce. I'm not saying I know it all, but I've been through a lot in my life, life, and I've come to realize that life is too short, man. 
I have argued with brothers like yourself, who uh, brothers too, who defend black women hard. And it's okay. Maybe you should defend American black women, just as I should righteously roast them when they do and say shit that doesn't make fucking sense. It's called the yin and yang of life. This is the last paragraph, y'all. I promise y'all. In my previous message, I emphasized American black women. I made it a point to do that because I'm aware there are all kinds of black women out there. There are Canadian black women. Sorry, motherfucker. I was trying hard to make a joke. <laughs> there are Spanish-speaking Afro-black Latinas from South America. There are British black women. There are European black women. There are all kinds of black women out there. Black is beautiful and always will be, but a bitch is a bitch. Ain't no change in that. The worst kind of thing I hate to see is non-American black women who are expats, who have come here to the States to live or get an education and slowly but surely lose all the sweetness of their culture because they're trying to imitate what they see sisters doing in the movies, reality TV shows, and in other forms of media. It's like that Eddie Murphy raw joke about going to Africa and marrying a crazy naked zebra bitch named Mfufu. Remember that one? That bit is funny because it's true. God damn. Made it. Made it. Uh, damn, boy, he gave us his whole life. He was all over the place. Any your any assessment? Well, one of the things that I'd want to say is it's I un- I understand you know his passion about how he feels about, but this is how he feels about women, and he and he put it on black women because that was his experience, right? But white women do the same fucking thing. Yes, you know. Again, stereotypes are true, are funny and fucked up, but there's truth in it. Um, so yes, there are some sisters that twerk and do the ratchet shit and the ghetto shit. Um, but, but he, before you move from mm -hmm. your point, that is kind of what a lot of shows try to sell though. Like when you watch the TV shows that they're almost, that's the easiest sell. Yeah. Cartooning a culture up. Right. And I, I understand his point about that. That's what we're, that's the image that we keep sending out. So that's what's being emulated. Right. Uh, it, you know, and I, and I would like to say that when I used to, I, I liked Bravo TV at one point. Like, I'd right. watch some of those shows. But I started getting embarrassed. Like, not because... Like some of those women shows on Bravo? Like, yeah. Like um, Housewives? Yeah, of, The Real Housewives yeah. of New York. The new, it, it really, I'm going to be honest, it was The Real Housewives of New York that made me embarrassed. Not about people in New York, not about as a human. I was like, this is what they're, this is what they're dealing with? This is who they I are? I can easily say the same thing about Housewives of Atlanta. Okay. So that embarrassed me, as, and I had to stop watching it because I didn't want to think of my humanity being associated with that. Well, not only that, I, I think what you did this time, TJ, what you failed to do the first time was you made it all seem one way, and you didn't acknowledge the way you did now. And what I said on the last one, which was, yes, those kind of women do exist, the ratchetness, the bitterness, the ghettoness, but there's also a lot of smart, intelligent business savvy uh successful beautiful black women who aren't that um and that could be fairer too yes see i just wanted since i threw the shade earlier yes that I would um but but also um you you said it yourself you've tried to go down that route and you were shunned for whatever the reasons you thought you were shunned which brought me back to what i said which is there's a type out there for you now, now again, maybe those sisters that you went after um, 
if your true self was quirky, a little nerdy, maybe that just didn't do it for them. And and maybe you just didn't try to go after the sisters that were more your speed, that were more like you. And and and, and I'd like to know why that is. Maybe because you don't like quirky and nerdy in terms of a woman, but if that's what you are, you got to find your mate. And your mate might be what you are. I don't know if you could have it both ways. Be quirky and down. Unless you, unless you find a sister that don't mind being quirky, you being quirky and nerdy or whatever, even though she's not like that. Even though she's not your match. You know, but again, that's where we kind of turned it into it being about him. I think he's trying to say there's, there's some specifics out there, and he's talking about the, the specific women that he was finding right. that treated the, the acted a certain way after they're complaining about someone. Because remember, the original one was about this, was that he that black women who mar- marry white dudes or, or date white, uh, they don't get the same uh, vitriol, the same hatred that black men do when they date uh, when they date a white woman. Yeah, and I said, because we don't care. Black, black, it, when, when, a, when, a, when a black woman dates a white guy, we, we just don't... And again, it goes back to the thing I said about the history of it, you know, uh, black men who become successful, you don't feel like the epitome of that of that success is having that Barbie on your arm, um, you know, and and because black women again have been made to feel like they're not worthy, I understand where that comes from. Whereas black men a- ain't never been made to feel like we're not worthy. I think it was Paul Mooney that said it. Oh no, it was it was Patrice O'Neill. Patrice said, the black man is the most wannabe fucked man on the planet. Asian, Hispanic women, white women, black women, Indian women, black men are the most desired men on the planet. If for no other reason than the stereotype. But besides the dick, it's the swagger. It's the soul. George Carlin, when he said, look, let's just admit it. Black men are cooler than white men. Black people are cool. And, and, and black, black male, you know, whatever that is we got is some sexy shit. So we don't get mad at, at white black women fucking with white men because, you know, we don't feel like we're not desired. We know we're very desired. Okay, but then let's, let's, let's flip, flip this then for the women then. Why do women not get that same response? You, t- you talk about specifically what why kind of women? Black women. Why don't black? You said black men are the most desired people on the yes. planet. Yes. Why aren't black women feel that, don't have that same feeling that they're they're desired? Yeah. I told you because of again, America's. Uh, uh, um, this isn't America. This isn't just America. No, no. But this is where the psyche comes okay. from. America's infatuation with the white woman being the most desired woman on the planet. She's been put on a pedestal. Again, I said it before, America's sweetheart, the girl next door, the epitome of what white beauty is. What beauty is, it's white. It's, it's, been, it's white, blonde hair, blue eyes. Even if you brunette, a redhead, as long as your skin is white, you are, you are pristine and valuable. And black women have been looked down upon since slavery is like, you know, again, nappy hair, wide nose, big lips, uh, you know, they, they they had black and white photos I've seen where they would have black women back in the slave days uh, and shortly thereafter put in cages nude. And the, the purpose was to look at how big her ass was. Look how big her thighs were that that by 
there was a certain, you know, a racist society that went, ugh, that looked abnormal. It's not normal for your booty to be that big. And now the irony is all the women, white women are doing it. Lip injections, ass injections, to look tans, to look like what they made fun of. Well, 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 but before you go too far, I want to do two things in this. One, it's not just white women that get ass injections. No, 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 no. It's, it's not. Because the look itself has been perpetuated as a, a, a beauty. Yes, but but let's not. My point is, those other races didn't make fun of it. Okay, that, Asians, that, that's Hispanics, fair. That's fair. Indians didn't put black women in a cage like okay. a zoo animal to go look at how big that ass is. Okay, no, no. It, white America has done that. That's that's fair. So that's again, it feeds into the psyche of, you know, black female skin ain't beautiful. Okay, them lips is too big. That nose is too wide. That hair is too nappy. That skin is too dark. Light skinned slaves were often made house Negroes because, you know, they was fair-skinned. It was closer to white. They got the better clothes. So then that's the answer. That's where the fight of light skin versus dark skin comes in within our community. It's, it's in all communities. I know, but it's more prevalent with us. Yeah, unless, given you, the unless history. you're white because then you want right. to. Uh, it goes back and forth whether right. you're tan or not tan. Let, 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 but this, this, what you just said to me helps me answer the original question. Why don't black women hold black? Why don't black women hold black women accountable for dating white dudes that black men? Good question. But this is why, because like you just said, black men. Go girl, you winning. But black men are the you said are the most desirable men on the planet. So black men have always gotten attention from everyone. Right, they're wanted. They're that's whether whether with all with everything else that comes with being black. What you're saying is that energy, that tension, swagger. that swag is, is the dick, the dick, the, the look, the, right. the the swag. It's wanted. Dude, remember and don't lose your point. But you you see me often when I'm in the comedy club and there's a white woman with a black man, and I ask jokingly but seriously, "What's your attraction to black men?" Yeah. White women always give the same answer. Mm, they just they just got that. You know, it's just uh, black men are more. Everything I'm describing. Okay. It's a soul. It's a rhythm. So black men get that. Right. So, but black women have never gotten that. That's why black women don't hold women accountable because they're not getting that from black or white. They don't have that same desire that just black men have then. They're not coming with that the same way black men get it. So that's, that's the reason why black women haven't held women as accountable as they would a black man. That's part, that's that might be part of it. Well, that's that's the only thing I can come up with the conversation that is. And, and listen to the black women again that listen to this podcast: Shmore, Cece, Deandria, uh, uh, Ferris already spoken. Um, Ab, T- tell Andy if he's right or wrong. Tell me if I'm missing something. Fill us in. Why is that? Because and I get what TJ is saying because there are a lot of black women who really ridicule black men uh, for dating outside their race or they support their own when a white woman does it. But just to be fair, I mean, when a black woman fucks with a white guy, go girl, that's right, get it, success. But just to be fair, there are a lot of black women who love their Nubian kings and there's a lot of black men that cherish their Nubian queens. 
and and wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, that's that's fair. But also, I also realized something else in this conversation. When you see whites dating, you say whites dating whites, right? You don't put any parameters on that. In what sense? Well, if you see like um, if you see European Jews, mm-hmm. and you see them dating a white woman, that's a white person dating a white person. Right. But it's not a Jew dating a Jew. It's not when you see an Italian dating a, a white person. You're looking at it as two white people, but it's not an Italian dating. Well, Italian. Italians are very in the community, strict about fucking bring no money on home. Stay where you don't fucking can. But you see him date someone that's white, you just put it into a white category. Right. We have the category of white is is, is so much more broad ranging mm-hmm. that it's easy. It's easy for a white person to date a white person. But if you put it in cultural forms, an Italian, a Mexican, a Jew, that's not the same. Because now, now we are dating outside of our, our box. Because, but it, it's the easier way is to make one black and one white. And that's not what it really is. No, but again, there, there's a history here. There is a history That history here. is so deep and so complex and so fucked up that it's just not the same. It, it's almost like, you know, what has more sting? The word nigga or the word cracker? The word coon or the word uh, honky? They're both derogatory words, but given the history, one just doesn't pack the punch. Okay, I understand that, but let's look at it this way then. Uh, when you said it doesn't pack the punch, it isn't the same. It, you're giving it all this. Um, when you look at uh, if, if if there's mixed uh, marriages, if there's uh, black and white, and they're mixing, and, and you're still going to have black, right? Are we still going to have black people? Yeah. Jews aren't marrying Jews anymore. They're not. It's not like it used to be in the community where you marry another Jew. So Jews have a have a. a, There could be an end to. We could we could out fuck ourselves and not have Jews because we're not appropriate. uh, We're not uh, procreating. Appropriating more Jews. White people, period, are procreating. No, that's why you're falling off. But no, but that that is true. I know what you're saying, but 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 it is where we're going. So. There is uh, consequences to what you're saying on any of it, but I think that primarily when you're looking at it, we're looking at whites as whites and black as black, and then if they mix, that's the mix. Right. But whites are mixing within cultures as well, which is culturally different. Okay, but but they, but it doesn't have the what's same the downside. Uh, culturally, it's just different. I mean, my my when my mom. Brought home my dad. My her parents were not excited about a Jewish dude walking into the house. They weren't happy with that at first. Your Mexican mom and her side of the yeah. family. Yeah. Right. So there's still that in that in in in. But if you looked at it from uh, black and white, then it's just two white people. Well, my mom's light though. She is light, so that's why I'm saying it. That yeah, way. I'm just I, at the end of the day, I'm just saying that it's it's obviously my mom's made this there's a lot of jew in there too but but you know uh it just doesn't pack the, the history man it, it just that history means a lot no i get that and so so it you're, you're so what you're conveying is the history between black and white is is the is the the point that makes the more painful or more right okay right not not just that it's black versus white culture right. and listen and and, and sometimes like I said, I sent the post out where I made the joke about it, it being Black History Month and white women having to fuck us for 28 days um, and because they owe us. 
uh, and I'm telling you, there was a lot of brothers that were like, the idea of fucking the white women was cancerous to them. Nah, man, I'm going to pass, yo. Oh, man, fuck that. You get rape charge. Nah, man. I mean, they shitted all over the idea. So there's some, there's some passionate stick with your own kind but you, black people out but there. But it was more women that hated that post, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Yes. And it was a joke. Yes. I wish you could pull that. I wish we could pull that joke up so we can explain and dissect what a joke is, so you can see the irony in what you were saying. And listen, just because when I said before, as I said to Eric Venable, I made sure I put a, a emoji on the end of it with the with the one eye wink and the tongue out, like ah, and I even put a LOL to make sure that it translated and it was a joke. Yeah. Yeah. And you got a bunch of that's yeah. not you could have passed on that. That's not funny. Right. Right. Um, all right. This is almost uh, just like uh, three emails, one, what was it? What did we title that? One, what's something? Three emails. One hour, three emails. One hour, yeah. Yeah, so. We're coming close here. Yeah, it's coming close. Mike Saint. Sainty. Saint. He has an E on the end of it. So, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, Mike Saint or Sainty. Gemma is a bad bitch in bold letters. What up, Aries? I just listened to today's episode, and I agree with you. That bitch Gemstar is a bad, is bad, but I got one that's ten times better. Ooh. Look up at real Ch- 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 Chelsway. It's R-E-A-L-C-H-E-L-A-S-W-A-Y. Andy doesn't appreciate a fat ass. He likes bitches that have knock knees and notebook paper booty. Much love, bro. I like buttocks. <laughs> buttocks. Not booty. Buttocks. Say it again, Andy. Buttocks. There we go. Brother, I, 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 like, uh, I, I like ass. I don't want all the ass. I don't want all. That, that, that's just too much. Let me, let me put it in, in what I think Andy's boundaries are. Picture him fucking doggy style. Standing up, right? And she's on all fours on the mattress. His hips. He wants her booty to fit within his hips. No. Inside your hips. No. Like not go outside your hips. No, that's, that's, that's like not, muffin top. No, here's how it here's how I'm gonna explain. I want to I can explain it this way. She's on top. Right. Okay. And I wanna flip it. I wanna change that. Right. And I wanna be able to grab her without permission and flip. And actually just Grab her and move her, right, and get into a different position. You don't want to try to flip, and you go, uh, and then right. draw the groin, right, <laughs> mid flip, and then that's the end. That's what I want. That's I want to be able to control the situation. Okay, um, and not have, Gemma, but rawr. see, this, but this is what you do though. You you grab a, a fistful of hair. And like a rodeo, nigga, you can control the I'm woman. I'm stepping out of the room. You can control the woman by how you yank the mane, like with a horse. If you yank left, the horse go left. If you yank right, the horse go right. If you pull on her hair and you pull back, she'll go. <laughs> Treat that bitch like a horse, nigga. I'm not in this room. Um, But back to what I was saying. Okay, so Andy doesn't like the ass... It within the borders. I, well, my point was, black men, we like when the booty and the ass go outside our thighs, outside the, the bounds. That's ass when the booty is 
like muffin top. It's it's overlapping your thighs. No, I and, and I like it to stay smooth. I like it to be. When is it? What, what do you mean? Yeah, Big smooth, ain't smooth. Nice. Not, yeah, no. He is describing not. ass like a white man would. Smooth. They get some of the smoothest asses I, when it gets are big too, black asses. When it gets too big, sometimes there's a lot of cheesy look on the Like ass. a dimples, like dimples in it? Yeah. Oh, nigga. You, 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 you missing out on good eating, nigga. Good eating. Like, you've heard me describe uh, steak. I said, the best part on a steak is the gristle. Sometimes them dimples be the gristle, nigga. All right. Um, let's see. Ricardo Estill, Snowfall. Hey, Aries and Andy, I'm Ricardo from Cincinnati, long-time listener, first-time emailer. I like when we get first-timers. Uh, we get to pop your cherry. Uh, just because uh, Larry King died, I'd yes. like to do this just for Larry King. So I'm Jewish and I can do this. Okay. Oh, what was his name again? Ricardo Estill. Ricardo from Cincinnati. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Oh, thank you. Yeah, okay. little, little Larry King? Yeah, little All Larry right. King. Uh, you guys came to Cincinnati in May. Of 19, that's when I first heard about the pod and have been listening ever since. And uh, in the podcast on, it's not in, brother, it's on the podcast. And since you're a first-time writer, I can give you the first-time dick. $10, a lot of money. All right. In the podcast on February 3rd, you talked in depth about this crack documentary and areas you seem really into it. Makes me a little more sad for you that you haven't checked out Snowfall yet because it covers all of the 80s crack boom. Every time I watch it, I say, this is right up Aries Alley, and he's missing out. The shit is better than power. There are three seasons, 10 episodes apiece. Season one is good, but it ain't even touching season two and three. Season four premieres later this month on FX and Hulu. You're missing, excuse me, oh my God. You're missing out big time. Top 10 show of all time. Love y'all. I'll email more in the future, but I just had to say you are doing a disservice to yourselves not seeing this show. Check it out. P.S. I know I'm from the most average city in America, but I can't wait for y'all to come back whenever that'll be. Keep me posted. Love. Dude, I'm telling you what I'm going to do right now because I've been saying it's on my list. Yeah, it is. And Andy just dug in my ass about Cobra Kai. We got uh, next week off. I'm going to watch. So I'm dedicating all of next week to Snowfall. And uh, Cobra Kai. Uh, so there you go. Um, incidentally, did they finish? Did you finish your honor? Uh, it's not over yet. It's not over yet? No. I think it's one more episode. One more episode. Yeah, I, 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 I got to jump back on that because I kind of fell off that. Um, AB! Uh, you know, oh. I, I think we should change the name of the podcast on Thursdays to listen to Aries digest his food. Yeah, we might have to. <laughs> we might have to. I don't know what it is, dude. It's, it's just... This is why, I, you know, this is why we shouldn't eat, nigga. I'm telling you, my, my, my midsection is a factory, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> my shit is like the Titanic after they hit the iceberg and all the dudes in the boiler room and the water's gushing through and they try to stop the ship from sinking, nigga. My shit is terror. But without the cheese, we're not having the quarterback situation going on anymore. That's true. So no more pizza, man. Wait. No. Wait. I shouldn't have said anything. Oh, dude, that sounded wet. The quarterback is toast. And it had to happen. The Super Bowl is on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, before we get off of the podcast, uh, well, before we finish, I want to talk about that just for a slight second. 
Is it hitting you? Is no, it? no, I'm hoping it doesn't. Oh, it's not gonna hit you. That was that was wet, but it was a dry wet, like a dry rub, like a wet dry rub. Okay. Um. A <laughs> uh, B. Good morning, A and A. I just finished listening to today's podcast, and at the very end, you said to write directly to you. With that said, I sent two messages recently to the Spearsburg email account. I didn't originally send them directly to this email because I thought that y'all wanted emails to filter to that account. Who has access to that email account and read those messages? Just asking because I'm nosy. As far as TJ's message, I have never watched a single episode of Scandal. It annoyed me every week to see black women go on and on about that show. It only gave me more of a reason not to watch it. I'm telling you that if you had the funds to produce something that would push you back into the mainstream media. Oh, she said, if I had the funds to do something that would produce you to produce that would something that would put you back into the mainstream media, I totally would. You're a talented man. I look forward to reading your book. Keep pushing forward. You have a lot of people who support you. Don't ever forget that. The medium of how you are dealing with the podcast, with interacting with your audience, I can't see how this can't be a good thing in the long run. And what I'm about to read, Andy actually came up with this idea too. Maybe consider doing a live podcast event in the not so far, not so far, not so far further. She meant to say future? I don't know. Had to, right? Yeah, must be. Yeah. Oh, A, B. It it could be a talk to text. No, no, no. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. Fuck that. We treat all our idiots the same. We know we love you, A.B., but girl, come on. Damn. $10. A lot of money. Okay. Maybe connected to one of your comedy shows. You have a captive audience already, and you know we the people do come out to support your shows. Much love to Andy for holding his own. I don't like when people attack him, but he does a great job keeping us cool and making prominent points. Take that, Farrah. Good day, A.B. Um, and then, hold up. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, Andy, Andy, Andy actually mentioned that before. Yeah, we do, um, we do need to do that. But it's good. I like that you mentioned it because it, 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 it keeps us, it brings that back up to the top. Yes. Um, so thank you, uh, A.B. Um, and, and thank you, A.B. Yes. Uh, here's an oldie but goodie. He hasn't shown himself in a while. Leroy Furious. You know, uh, that would be a good voice, Leroy Furious, when you get to the bold type when people uh, do all. Oh, say it in, in, the, in that voice? Yeah. So that you, right. Because you, you kept saying bold. So, like, bold. For, for instance, when TJ would say angry black bitches. Yeah. You know, I've been with a lot of black women, but a lot of them come off like angry black bitches. <laughs> I like that. That's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we haven't done Leroy Furious in a while. Yeah, and yeah. I, <coughs> COVID. And I kind of miss him. <coughs> COVID. Um, Leroy Furious here, man. I listen to you fat, to you, t- to you two fat fucks, butcher. Well, wait a goddamn minute, nigga. <laughs> Who the fuck is you? Dude, we, we, we see where we got our video face now? Because we know. <sighs> Listen to you, fat fucks, butcher so many, so many names. And I just laugh because it's hilarious. Phil Mickelson is the golfer's name, not Jack Nicholson. I, I knew it wasn't. I corrected Andy on that. But I said, and not Jack Nicholas. So fuck it. We both dumb and dumber. I don't give a fuck about golf. And even I know the guy's name. 
No, we were talking about Jack Nichols because Jack has the 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 title. He has the titles. Jack. Does. I know, but you were calling him Jack Nicholson. Yeah, and, and it's ja- and, I, and I thought it was Jack Nicholas, and I guess he said it's neither one. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, motherfucker. I don't watch no goddamn golf, nigga. I watch basketball. I watch nigga shit, man shit, fucking golf. Um, City on a Hill is cool. Season two is coming out, coming on soon. It should be dope. Check out WandaVision. It is necessary for all Avenger Marvel fans. If you don't watch the next movies, if you don't watch, if you don't watch it, the next movies might have you lost. Also, I just want to hear you talk about it so y'all can butcher more names. <laughs> Dude, you know I'll kill some fucking names. I don't want to fuck well Vicky, but if she asks, uh, she has consent. Last, she, she a little thick. Yeah, right. That's what she says. Yeah. Last but not least, Rami Rami on Hulu is a funny and cool show. Check it out. You ever heard of it? Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Either. I gotta get back and watching Hulu. Like it's it's Hulu isn't on my uh, no on my on the uh, remote right. So, but my Prime is and my Netflix is. So I've right. just been lazy. I gotta get into the back. Yeah, I, I I only I, I watch Hulu when I was watching uh, Sons of Anarchy, and again one of my favorite shows of all time, NYPD Blue. Um, Okay, Hulu. All right, baby, I got you. Um, Mookie, Matthew Riggins, and he puts in black letters, Andy and Gemma in a room. (laughs) (laughs) A call to action. Andy, I'm locking you in a room with Gemma after I hit it, of course. Bruh, you mean to tell me if she knocked on your hotel room door and when you open the door, it's her in lingerie or a tight-ass sexy outfit that shows every curve, you're going to say, nuh-uh, not for me, get the fuck out of here. Aries, at least you know if you had a Gemma-type woman, you should leave her alone with Andy. Andy will, uh, you, uh, you could leave her alone with Andy. And Andy will scream, help, help, I'm in a heartbeat, help, help, in a heartbeat. <laughs> I'm going to need the do-rag, pair of Tims, and cubic zirconia earrings I gave you back now. Farrah started this shit by calling her a chicken nugget. Stop drinking that peach-flavored haterade. I'll holler at y'all. Mookie. Dude, it's just... I know. Yeah. I know. I know. You don't even have to speak on it. We know what it is. I'm not, uh, I'm not mad at her. I just, like, could you crush this board with, for me, please? <laughs> you, you, that, you, you <laughs> fucked up. All right. Uh, oh, no that's, no, that's too long. Um... Hey Gemma, I I I don't like that cube dice. Can 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 you crush this shit here right here for me? And if she put it between her thighs and crushed that bitch, <laughs> nigga, what? Oh, you are bugging. All right, let me read. Let me let's go out with with our guy because otherwise I can hear the sniffles. Um, uh oh, I know who it is then. Kulsh Soul. Aries, I've sent you several emails and you didn't read them. Can you please? my email before I get depressed and sink under this tub water and not come up. And the only thing people will find when they walk in my bathroom is my feet hanging out of the tub as I wear those socks with the toes in them. <laughs> Dude, have you ever had a pair of those? No. I, 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 and, I, and I've always been kind of tempted, but... I, I think it would feel weird. Not only would it feel weird, I, I know my, my gay meter would hit me and go, nigga, no. You're not supposed to do this. <laughs> you're, I, I think it's funny that you have a meter. I really do. I think every man has a gay meter. You, you can only go so far before the alarm goes off. 
and that lets you know, take step back into manhood. Did you either want some dick or you don't? Well, let me be clear. I absolutely do not. So then you could wear s- socks with toes in them? Yeah, that's nah, not going to do anything. Nah, nah, nah. If you wear socks with toes in them, that means your ass is ready for be ta- to be taken. <laughs> You think it's all about the signals? You're sending out signals now. Yeah, man. There's nothing more horrific than someone finding you spread eagle on your stomach with little blood out your cheeks, and you got on socks with toes. In them. <laughs> Dude, I'm not in the room, man. That's that, that, this this career. It's fucking. <laughs> all right. It's 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 just like a it's like a train with no fuel, mm-hmm. and it's just being blown by the wind very, very, very slowly. Or it's like an out-of-control train, like that movie that Denzel did about the runaway oh, yeah, train. Yeah, run, yeah. So it, it could be Wasn't that, that name of it, Runaway Train? Was it? Yeah. Was it? I don't know. I think so. It, that sounds very Hollywood creative. If we're butchering up the name, I'm sure we'll hear from <laughs> Leroy Furious. Yes. All right. Philosophical, Kulsh Soul. What up, my partners, A&A? I decided to research some philosophical questions to get into the psyche of Andy and Aries' minds. Upon doing my research, I had seen some impossible philosophical questions. I chose the best three to ask since I had too many on the site. Um, one, does free will exist or is every action predetermined? Well, if every action was predetermined, how could it be free will? Well, then... then- if God, but they said God, that that goes to the God question. I think that, I don't think there's such a thing as complete free will, though. Because we're all a product of an environment, and our environment makes us react in certain ways. Right. So if the environment is is assisting in your actions, the action is no longer completely free. Right. So I think it's a combination. All right. If a child becomes the parent, who then becomes the child? This is a question that most people rarely stop to consider. What would the world be like if children were to suddenly have power over their parents? Is there a correlation between age and maturity? Yes, uh, I know what you mean, because for the last four years, we had a child above the parents in the White House. So, (laughs) yeah. Uh, You want to answer that? Uh Now, and the only time that the children become the parents, well, no, I can't say that. I was going to make it racial and go, you know, white kids become parents because they talk to their parents like they're their peers. But, you know, black kids often grow up having to be parents because if you live in the ghetto and there's no father or your mother's on crack and you got to raise your siblings, you become a man before it's time. Okay, I'm going to say something that uh, here we can we can talk about this a little bit more because of what you just said. I think I see a lot of black parents raising their kid very similar to white parents with timeouts and kids. That's that's the new shit. Yeah. That's recently. Yeah, that, that's I, the time we live that. in now. Yeah, yeah. That's the time. So there's, you know, and like, I and I think it's I grew up the other way because we I grew up the we other grew way. Up the other way. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I I I mean I cringe when I watch these. Never mind. It's just, well, no, no, it's just like it's and, and I shouldn't say it because I understand on the plane, but. Takes. I'm not talking about black parents. I'm not talking about white parents. I'm talking about parents. Mm-hmm. Take it's, it's your child. It's. I know it takes a village to raise a child, mm-hmm. but it also takes a parent 
to take responsibility for your child. Right. So because you're bringing, especially when you're taking a kid to places where um, you're not go, you may be leaving your kids at home so that you can enjoy yourself. Right. And for someone else to bring their kids and 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 place that in your life, you need to you need to take responsibility for those kids. Right. I, I, we could do a whole episode on on just the differences from how we grew up. Right. Um, was that the last question? No, there was one oh. more. I, 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 his question, though, with the kids, you know, it's not about an adult and a parent. The parent has to stay as, as the dominant because that it's not your friend or it's not your uh, – it, it's your child. And you are raising uh, – and I, and I want to make sure that I make this very clear. You're not raising, you're not raising children. Right. You're raising adults because they're children already. They come as children. You're raising adults. So as time goes on, there's two adults in the house, and the parent has to learn from the child as well, Well, the younger, the youthful one, because right. things are changing, and everything changes. So I think that, again, is a combination. All right. Um, do those who love us really love us, or do they simply love what they think we are? Um, might be a little bit of both. But I think that when you're with somebody long enough, they shouldn't be thinking about who you are. They should know who you are. Because with enough time and history, they should know you like they know themselves. If y'all are truly partners in each other's shadow. Because uh, he writes, do we fall in love with someone because of what we know they are? Or do we fall in love with the person who can potentially become and then proceed to show us glimpses of that potential? This question can be a, uh, can be a good conversation starter about the differences between love and affection. Um, it sounds to me like, to some degree, because you know, like that old cliche, women trying to change men. Girl, I fixed him. He was once like this, but now he's like that. So that sounds like someone seeing potential in you, and then working with your with what you have to get you where they feel you should be, which I never would co-sign. Be who you are. Well, are we talking about a relationship or just like a, a, a male-female companionship relationship? Or are we talking about just people in general? Either one. Well, because well, companionship or like a significant other is completely different because it all depends on, on the age in which you meet someone. Right. Because if you meet them younger, you're basing your... You're, you're going to love the person, but it's based on on you know who you're going to grow into as a person because as you grow if you don't grow the same way or or with each other you right. grow apart and that's where you why people don't stay together right amongst other reasons but yeah that i i, I need more clarity people people love again is 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 an emotion uh it's not um it's a chemical reaction i, I mean we've had this conversation and i, and I let it go before I've, I've said it different ways a couple times, but last time I let it go when you said, uh, that's not what love, love is just, it's, it's a chemical reaction in your brain. Right. So, um, I, I think it's always you, people love us for who they think we are because we're, because that's how that chemical reaction occurs. Yeah. But again, after a certain amount of time spent, how can they still be thinking about who you are or who you might be? Because they said, should know you. But it's a, it doesn't say following. Oh no, those who love us, those who love us, yeah. those who truly love us, love us for who we are. All yeah. the bumps, the bruises, the breaks, the everything. Because yeah. that's the only way you could actually truly love someone. 
Right. I wouldn't want to be with somebody for 20 years and go, I love them because I, I think. the word to, to use the word think, this should be certainty. I love this person because I think this is who they are. No, I should know who the fuck you are. Well, you also love someone because you know who you are. You, you have to know who you are to love someone for who they are. That sounds like white tricks to get me confused. No, well, you can't, you can't totally commit to someone unless you know who you are as yourself. Because, oh. well, but, you, but you know who you are immediately, so you can tell in the first 10 minutes when you meet somebody if that's your speed. Like, yeah. I know who I am. I would not fuck with that type of woman. But most people don't know who they are, so they fall in love with an emotional side. Yeah, them, them, that's crazy. Right? Not, yeah. not, not the reality. Well, if you don't know who the fuck you are, then shit. There's more people out there who, who don't know who they are than there are people who know who they are. Boy, this world is scary. I, I, I think that. That's my own opinion. But I, I think. I, well, you know what? You might be right, but I think it is, when you get to a certain age, you should fucking know you by now. Yeah, you should. You should. In your 20s, you don't really know what you like yet. Yeah, you're, you're still, still growing. You're learning. You're, you're developing. By 30, you're starting to get good with it. By 40, you should fucking know. You, you know, the only people that probably love you for really, truly, 100%, and this doesn't go for everyone, but who you are, is your parents. Yeah. Unless your parents actually don't love you. But, I mean, uh, if they love you, that's the only because those are the ones that have unconditional acceptance. Right. You, you killed somebody. And your kids. Yeah, your kids. Right. Yeah. I love you. You're my kid. I'm gonna right. love you no matter what. I don't right. support what you did. Right. I can't, right. but I still love you. You're you're my kid. And they say animals, like pets, well, yeah, love you unconditionally. I don't know, but not all animals. I don't think cats love you unconditionally. You don't think so? I think a cat. No, because if you die and it wants to eat, it just eats the cats. Eat you. Well, anybody eats you if you if you're starving. Nigga, if you killed over and we were on an island, I don't know that I'd like you meat, but after a certain point when my ribs are showing, I might this throw some sauce on you, nigga, and you're done. This is, this is, it isn't kosher, Jew meat. But That's it, all right. It's, it's, uh, you seem like you would be unseasoned. No, I have that Mexican in me. I'm a little uh, spicy, too. Okay, you might be right. You might be right. Where the fuck do we go sometimes? Um, and then he finishes by saying, which we will have obviously talked about this already, but P.S. The Little Things movie with Denzel comes out on Friday, January 29th on HBO Max. Enjoy. Love, peace, and soul. Garbage. In re- no, no, we can't. In reality, we we haven't talked about that yet, but in the magic right. of, uh, of, of editing, by the time yeah. we, we you hear this in the right order, we will have talked about it. But garbage, nigga. It's, it's, I don't want to get into it because I know we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Garbage. No, well, not all the way garbage, but it ended up being garbage. You, you just, you, uh, we're going to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. You can't do it, but you just didn't like the way it ended. That isn't your type. You want it. We'll talk about it all on right. the podcast. All right. Um, you, hopefully you already heard this, so you know that we're going through this dilemma of not talking about it, and then you'll hear us talk about it, and then you'll understand why we went through yes. it. Yes. Um, bop, God, Andy, when you just said it too, you 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 went. So many people don't know who they are, and I followed up by saying the fucking idiots. I don't understand why when I give direction, and I'm and I'm a stickler for direction. I'm a stickler for um, tardiness. I know black people have that stereotype CPT, color people's time. 
I am so the opposite. I get upset when motherfuckers don't run on time. Listen, people, I'm trying. Jerry Maguire, help me help, help you. you. <laughs> God damn it. Motherfuckers, send, they, they send the fucking material. And sometimes, I don't know if they get too excited and don't send the socials. How can I promote you if you don't send the socials? I think you should take the, we should take another uh, look at that by saying it this way. Uh, what's the name? Jackie Green. Jackie Green uh, has his new song that we're going to be playing right now. Unfortunately, Jackie Green is green in the business. Mm-hmm. And that's why he didn't know to put up all his social Uh-oh. media. He didn't know how to promote himself whoa, 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 whoa. properly. Aries, just, just say it, Andy. Call me an idiot. Just say it. Just say your Why? Because you missed it? Call me an idiot. You're, you're a little bit of an idiot. Give me a $10 a lot of money. $10 a lot of money. Yeah. I didn't read it. It's there. Oh, it is there? Yeah. Well, let me apologize <laughs> to, Miss, to Mr. Green because I, I, I thought my esteemed partner here did read it. But uh, and, and it was unfortunate because the name Green lent itself to what I was going to say. But uh, awesome! Now you proved uh, uh, us wrong. Yeah, my I, apologies. I, I, my apologies, Jackie. I'm a I'm an idiot. And, and see, and here is the honesty of our podcast. We yes. could cut this shit, right? And I don't look like an idiot. Yeah, but no, fuck that. I'm, you know, take the ten dollar a lot of money. You know what I mean? Put your dick on the table. It ain't always going to be shower clean. It's going to have some must and hairs in it. All right. Uh, Big Jack song. What up, ANA? I'm a Big Jack. I'm Big Jack, a rapper from Fayetteville, North Carolina. I'm a big fan of the podcast since episode one. This is the title song from my ep, Banging on Breakfast. I just dropped on all streaming platforms. My socials are underscore B-I-G-J-A-C-K underscore on Twitter and IG and just Big Jack on Facebook. The link to my music will be in the bios. Uh, there. Thanks for this opportunity and keep grinding. Ladies and gentlemen, please enjoy Jackie Green, a.k.a. Big Jack, and his song, uh, Banging on Breakfast. There we go. We out. Destination's heaven, but maybe hell to be honest, I couldn't tell. So know I'm gonna prevail, I live like I can't fail. But trust me, five, I know the feeling. You spend so much time at the bottom, you don't know the ceiling. Plus the amount that you've been making don't match what you're spending. Shit, with a pistol of these words, I gotta make a killing. Where I'm from ain't no grinning. These niggas wild, lay you on the top. Crooked cops go in your dinner with a crooked smile. It's crunch time, niggas sit up, we in the belly, you beast. Stomach's growling, niggas hungry, you want the menu a feast. Watch boys stay silent, stay covered, keep it discreet. Stomach virus when the nigga can't hold it down when you eat. You think the mission's complete, they knock you off of your feet. Where I'm from, a toe tags, the deadly is a receipt. When you layin' under covers, the undertaker you meet. You thinking this shit's sweet, you look like something to eat, dog. I said he building my life like a Tetris. My niggas reckless all day, even banging no breakfast. I told my youngest, let him live, just bring me his necklace. I tell him not to take this L as a loss, it's a lesson. Cause I'm the wrong nigga to fuck with. 
school of hard knocks and I majored in fuck shit. Mighty than dumb shit. The ones you gotta watch is the same ones you grew up with. Especially if they ain't progressing, clocking your funds quick. Had a nigga tell me once, Jack, you know I die for you. Don't know he on thin ice, but saying I slide for you. Any problem, dog, in this handle? Any niggas think they lit, will go and blow out his candle. Break him down and dismantle, and I'm just listening like, ain't this a bitch? He say he blow the candles out as if he making the wish. And the wish he has to be me. And if he could, he sleep me. Like, fuck that stripe life shit, and fuck your Bane CD. I see this shit in 3D, there's nothing left to say. Hindsight is 2020, but the present clear as day. Gotta say what you mean. Can you feel it, baby?